0: Look at this. Uh, It's just a little psalm. I don't know what version we all have. Uh, If you haven't got a Bible and you would like one, there are some in the shelves at the back and somebody will help you to get one if you would like to. Just pop down and get a Bible. Anybody want one? Because Jerome's handing them out. Anybody want a Bible? So, Psalm 87 is what we're going to look at, um, and I'm going to suggest that we read it out loud together. So, um, the Bible looks like that. The hymn book looks like that. They're two different books. That one's got the songs in it. This one's got the the scriptures in it. So, from this one, Psalm 87, uh, most of us have got an NIV. That's the one at the back. So, uh, can we... Read it out loud together. I'll read the first bit. It says, Of the sons of Korah, a psalm, a song. Now, out loud together. He has set his foundation on the holy mountain. The Lord loves the gates of Zion more than all the dwellings of Jacob. Glorious things are said of you, O city of God. I will record Rahab and Babylon among those who acknowledge me, Philistia too and Tyre, along with Cush, and will say, This one was born in Zion. Indeed, of Zion it will be said, This one and that one were born in her, and the Most High himself will establish her. The Lord will write in the register of the peoples, This one was born in Zion, Selah. As they make music, they will sing. All my fountains are in you. Okay, we're going to look at that psalm for a little bit. Uh, Let's pray. Lord, help us as we open your word to be spoken to by you in the power of your spirit. Amen. I've put here, which you may or may not be able to see. You don't have to be able to see them. I've put a... uh, Uh, A little picture of that there. A little picture of a person here. I put a book here. And I tried to draw something splooshy there, but that was less successful. Okay. I think those pick out some of the key points of this rather remarkable psalm. It's only little, and as we read it, you probably thought... pretty irrelevant. But actually, I'd like us to look into the psalm and see what it says. We're Christian people, and this is our book. The whole of it is our book. So this psalm is our psalm, and I would like us to take a look at it together. Um, so this is a, one of these tele- telepathy questions. Do, do you know what I meant to draw here? Pardon? Castle, yeah, I was thinking a city, that's a person, that's a book, and, shower, shower, Shower. yeah, that will do, okay, I think all of these things are in the psalm, and I'd I'd like to, and I think there's something remarkable said about each of these things in the psalm, so let's start off with the city. Uh, So I ask for volunteers, don't all shout at once because I won't hear you, but um, um, what remarkable thing or things or anything really are said about the city? Can we work out which city it is first of all? Jerusalem, Jerusalem. Zion. Okay, it's Zion. I should have brought this a bit closer, shouldn't I? Okay, it's Zion. Zion. And the the Psalms say a lot about Zion. Uh, Zion, Jerusalem, um, I would say in the Old Testament is God's headquarters on earth. It's a huge change in the New Testament which we pick up in the ministry of Jesus in his last days when he visits Jerusalem. There's a huge change. uh, And uh, if you look at uh, Galatians 4, Six, it says. Galatians. Oh, do I mean Four six? Four, four twenty six. Um, Paul is reflecting what it is to be a Christian as distinct from a Jew. And he says in Galatians 4.25, Hagar stands for Mount Sinai in Arabia, which corresponds to the present city of Jerusalem because she is in slavery with her children. But the Jerusalem that is above is free, and she is our mother. So in the New Testament, the theme of Jerusalem stays, but it's no longer this geographical location. It talks about the heavenly Jerusalem or the Jerusalem above. So... Um, uh, Zion is one of the things here. What does it say about Zion? Just tell us some of the things that it it says. Yeah. Doors of love. Doors of love. Doors of love. Which verse are you on? Um, yeah. So the beginning. Oh, the beginning. Right, okay, that was the answer. Right, okay. Uh, Anybody like to tease that out? Go a little bit further? What does it say about Zion? Thank you very much. OK, holy mountain. So it's on a mountain. Uh, so I've, that's a, a mountain. And it's a holy mountain. So this is not just some ordinary Middle Eastern city. This is a holy city. There's something distinctly godly about this. And I think you could sort of tease out the thought and say the mountain is sort of somewhere between earth and heaven. And um, so maybe there's something about that uh, of Zion. It's the, it's the city between earth and heaven. It's the holy mountain. Thank you very much. What, what, uh, anything else that it says about uh, Zion? City of God. C- city of God. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, verse 3. The city of God. The city of God. The place where God lives. The place where the, uh, the Almighty dwells. What sort of things go on in this city that don't go on anywhere else, that make it special? The Most High Himself will establish it. Will establish it. So which verse are we in there? That's verse 5. The Most High Himself will establish it. So we've got some titles of God here. Uh, the City of God. Uh, he's referred to as the Lord, uh, Yahweh, the, uh, the I Am, and he's referred to as the Most High. So we've got some th- very special things about the inhabitant of this city. Yeah, and the establishing. Uh, that 's in the first verse as well the foundation So something very strong and secure about this established foundation, the place of the Lord, the most high thank you okay other things that go on in this city that are that don 't go on anywhere else oh. okay i 'm going to hold, hold that thought because i 'm going to come to that in a minute uh, that, that, so there 's something about the nations that 's just Hold that for a sec, because that's a great thought, but we'll, let's come to that in a moment. Uh, what did they do in... Yeah? It says the Lord loves the gates of Zion. Really refers to people going up to the temple. Thank you very much. Yeah, it says that the Lord loves this place. And you know, the, the psalm is quite sparing about what it says, quite a short psalm, but it does say that the Lord loves this place, and I guess that's where our seminar got... The gates of love, or that um, the Lord loves Zion. He has set his foundation on the holy mountain. The Lord loves the gates of Zion. And it actually says uh, more than all the dwellings of Jacob. It uh, uses the word for tents. So uh, there's something quite special about this, isn't it? That um, you know, God's people are, they live in all sorts of places. But this particular place, it says the Lord loves the gates of Zion more than all the dwellings of Jacob. Yeah, so very special actually, isn't it? We ought to be impressed by this. Um, and I'll just ask that question again. What else goes on in Zion that doesn't go anywhere else, That particular thing? And Steve mentioned the temple. So let's, can we go any further with that thought? What happens in the temple Worship. Thank you very much. Worship. Anything else go on in the temple? It's glorious. Thank you very much. Yeah, We've got, we've got glory. Let's come back to that. But I'm, I'm, I'm trying to chase something down. Sacrifice. Singing. Sacrifice. sacrifice is what I was looking for. Um, this is, the temple is not just a place of, of singing. It's also a place of sacrifice. It's a place of blood sacrifice. It's a place of atonement. And of course, all the other things depend on that. Uh, and the, the Lord Jesus, uh, when he said, Destroy this temple and I will raise it again in three days, and they said, What on earth are you talking about? But the temple of which he spoke was his body, as he says, yeah. So the, the, the temple of is fulfilled in in Jesus and of course he is the sacrifice as well so before we move on from this city let's remember it's a place of sacrifice Um, and uh, it's a place that the Lord loves and it is a place of glory that's verse 3 isn't it glorious things are said of you city of, of God. Uh, I think that's a remarkable thing, isn't it? Here is this city, and this is the place the Lord loves, where his people gather, where the sacrifice is made, um, and where he lives, which in nowadays, as I was trying to say, is not a geographical city, but it, it's the Christian church. It's, it's us. Uh, we are the, the place where the blood operates, as it were, where People gather where God dwells when his people gather together. So, the city bit. And then I had the little person bit, and I also got a book. So now, Jerome, tell us what your thoughts were on this. Now, this is a really remarkable statement, isn't it? That um, who are the inhabitants here? Well, you'd expect it to say uh, the God of Jacob, the people of Israel. But actually, it's got a list of foreigners. And it isn't just any old foreigners. Would anybody like to uh, suggest what is particularly striking about this list of foreigners... Somebody over there was saying... Egyptians, Babylonians, their enemies. Thank you very much. Egyptians, Babylonians. Rahab means Egypt. Babylon is, is Babel. Um, how, how does Egypt fit into the history of Israel? They, 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 s- they enslaved them. Yeah, enemies, as you said, they enslaved them. Uh, so this is surprising. And uh, Babylon... How does that fit into the history of God's people? Exile. It was the place of exile. It was the horrible place. It was the place of the utmost anti-God uh, nation. I've got a reference in Isaiah fourteen twenty-two. Isaiah fourteen twenty-two. Uh, Roger, could you read us out Isaiah fourteen twenty two, please. I will rise up against them, declares the Lord Almighty. Oh, thank you. I will cut off from Babylon her name and survivors, her offspring and descendants, declares the Lord. Thank you very much, uh, and that's one of a number of almost. Well, it, it seems without exception that God treats Babylon as a total enemy without exception. A little bit like orcs in, uh, in Lord of the Rings. You know, there's no such thing as a good orc. Um, there's no such thing as a good Babylonian. Uh, and as you know in the book of Revelation, the Babylon is put as the city of destruction. You've got uh, Jerusalem as the, the city of salvation and Babylon as the city of destruction and there's nothing in between. Which makes Psalm 87 quite remarkable because this is an exception. Uh, God brings his enemies into his city. Uh, So you have the Egyptians, Rahab, you've got the Babylonians, you've got the Philistia, which I presume is the Philistines. Yeah? and uh, Tyre um, and Cush. I think that the notable enemies are the Egyptians, the Babylonians and the Philistines. So um, I think this is a remarkable thing. that God says he's going to bring his enemies into his city. And I think that's what this week has been about and the remainder of the week is about, isn't it? That... God brings people who are not his, by birth, by upbringing, by anything, into his city. And here it is in this psalm. Um, it's, it, it's the mission of the New Testament. So, I don't really know how to draw that, but the, these foreigners, enemies, are brought near uh, you get that in the classic sort of Ephesians thing, the, the wall of partition that separated Gentiles from Israel is broken down, and even the rubbish Gentiles, which is most of us, are brought into the, to the city of God. And there's something there about uh, writing and recording. Anybody like to pick, up, pick out which verses mention writing and recording? Yes. Verse 6 says. Thank you very much. And anything oh, else? 4. four. Yeah. Uh, which says. Yeah. I will record Rahab and Babylon. And in one of those places, I did look it up this afternoon. It's actually written, it's twice I will writing record or I will in writing remember. And I think this is, there's something being said here, isn't it? The Lord will write in his register. Um, these people who in some sense are Babylonians are also in some sense born in Zion and they have their birth certificate recorded. I will record Rahab and Babylon along those who know me, is what it actually says, and of these people, I'll say this one was born in Zion. So I don't know—is God rewriting their birth certificate and saying, "Actually, you've got a Babylonian birth certificate"? But let's tear that up and let's write you a, um, a, a new birth certificate, which says "born of Zion." And um, I think, in New Testament terms, we'd say "born again," wouldn't we? This is this is my uh, original ethnicity, but God says, "Okay, fair enough," but this is your This is now your birth certificate. You're born in Zion. And uh, I think it's just lovely, isn't it? And powerful as well. In verse 5, indeed of Zion it will be said, this one and that one are born in her. This one and that one. Your birth certificate is a heavenly birth certificate. You're born again. You're born again. You're born again. You belong in God's city. You belong in God's city. You belong in God's city. And everybody of whom that's saying, well, actually, I'm a Babylonian. And, and God says, oh, you might have been, but now you belong in Zion. I think that's remarkable, isn't it? That he brings people from, uh, as my, one of my predecessors used to say, from the guttermost to the uttermost, from being far away and enemies to being brought near through the blood of Jesus. It is a remarkable thing, isn't it, that he does this? And um, so I put the little little person here and the book in which... Their names are written. Uh, and the fact that it's written down, I think, makes it more certain, doesn't it? Don't you, do you ever say this? Can I have that in writing, please? You know, we, we uh, you get a, a tradesperson to come and estimate to do some work on your car or whatever it is. And, uh, and here they say, "Oh, mate, ooh, yeah, that costs you... Could I have it in writing, please? Could you just tell me exactly what it's going to be? Because that makes it more certain. And here God says, well, you can have this in writing. You can have it in writing. It's definite. It's for sure. And I think that's a wonderful thing about Christianity, isn't it? About biblical Christianity, we have an assurance from God of what it is to be a member of Zion. And I'll just move to one more thing, which is my shower here. Uh, Which verse was I thinking of, do you think? Yeah, the one at the end. Uh, As they make music, they will sing. All my fountains are in you. I I did look this up. The the translators do it in different ways. Uh, Do you have the ESV? Uh, No? Okay, that's all right. Anybody got a different version? Yeah, what have you got? All my springs are in you. All my springs are in you, yes. Springs is a lovely word, isn't it? Springs are in you. Uh, Anybody yet again got anything? Okay. People play flutes. Excellent. Okay. Uh, In in one of the versions it says singers and dancers. And I did look look it up and I couldn't quite work out where the dancers come. But there's something musical here, isn't there? There's something joyful. Um, There's something... uh, Positive, Uh, yeah, joyful. And I'd like to think about that word springs. So here in England, most of the time, we're up to our eyeballs in water, because it always rains. Uh, Shouldn't give away trade secrets like that. Um, But in the Middle East here, a spring is something to be remarked on, isn't it? Uh, in, In a dry and thirsty land where there is no water. To find a spring is a wonderful thing. Um, I put a reference to Psalm 46, which says, um, about the city of God, there is a river, Psalm 46 verse 4 actually, there is a river, the streams of which make glad the city of God. Uh, and there's a, a spring of water. That really makes the city habitable, doesn't it? And it also makes it joyful. Uh, in the New Testament, the idea of water is often, I'm not sure always, but often carried over. Well, if I said John 4, well, where would you go with that? Um, where would you think that that's the, win- the woman at the well... Uh, where Jesus says, uh, if, if you knew who was asking you, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. Yeah. And then later on in John's Gospel, he says, On the last and greatest day of the feast, Jesus stood up and said in a loud voice, If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink, uh, and rivers of living water will flow from within him. And it says, This he spoke concerning The Spirit. The Spirit was not yet given because Jesus was not yet glorified. Um, it, it, this is, uh, in New Testament terms, I, I think we, we would say this is the work of the Spirit, that um, we have life through the Spirit of God, and that's where our springs come from. Um, there's a, it's interesting, there's a connection here between, or well, it looks as like if there's a connection between Uh, the springs and music and we get a similar sort of thing I think in Ephesians 5 where it says be filled with the spirit speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs does it say making music in your heart to the Lord or I got another verse mixed up but uh, there's connection between music and and, uh, the work of the spirit so anyway here's this little psalm Which I I think sort of leads us to think about some really good things. Um, The city of God that God loves. And the fact he brings in people who by nature have no right to be there. But actually are his enemies. And uh, he brings them in and makes it certain and secure. Because he gives it to them in writing. And uh, this the very last verse says "There's, there's music in the city. And there's joy in this city because there are living waters in this city. And uh, I think we just say an amen to that, don't we? I mean, that's, that's. And I was just thinking in terms of this week, um, n- number one, I think it makes us really glad to be God's church, doesn't it? I mean, whatever the numbers are, and you will have realized that our church is much smaller than the church in Lavernia. Whatever the numbers are, it's a great thing to belong to God's city. The Lord loves the gates of Zion I mean of where else can you say that Um, glorious things are spoken of you city of God it's a great thing to belong to God's